everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Sports Up. It's been a little while, but I have my friend Joe Urban on again. He was on previously, and we will, in fact, be talking about the NBA again. I know it's off-season, so there's not a whole lot to discuss, but we're going to kind of just go over what rookies we think will do well and how we think some of the players going into their sophomore years will improve. But this draft this year, it was like pretty stacked, I would say, 1 to 10, and then sort of petered out, which is expected in drafts. But Joe, who's your favorite rookie coming into this year? I mean, I can watch Ben Simmons. I watched about five of his summer league games. Right. He, you know, they say he can't shoot. And that's, I guess that's up for debate. But man, can he pass? He, his court vision is insane. Yeah. And what do you think about the situation that Philly has right now where they have a lot of, you know, really tall guys that could end up all being on the team? I think they need to trade Nerlens Noel. Right. They need they need to trade somebody. Uh, I don't even think the 76 are a horrible place for Ben Simmons. Just the culture, a bad culture of losing to yeah. kind of in as a number one pick. But like, yeah, say if, if he's on like the Celtics, I feel that would be just a, a better environment. But you know, he's gonna have to make do. Definitely, and with the second pick, the Lakers had Brandon Ingram. Lakers being my big team, and. I didn't watch a whole lot of Summer League. I tried to get some games in here and there. And I think, you know, D'Angelo Russell was the main star, you could say, of the Lakers Summer League because he's really improved a lot. But we'll get to him a little later. I think Brandon Ingram will do well with now having Luke Walton as a coach. I think Luke is going to be a guy who can come in and help these younger players, especially now that the Lakers have so many. I mean, they have Brandon Ingram. They have a ton of sophomores coming in and even some third-year players like Clarkson and Randall, even though, you know, Randall spent that first year injured. I think, you know, with a core group of young guys, Brandon Ingram will fit in well there. Yeah, I I think he's he's the right position. He he fills a, a need that a swingman that can score, right? That he, he can handle the ball. He's gonna get better at that as you know he gets older. And, and I and I'm surprised, like you said before, with Daniel Russell, his summer league was phenomenal. He he really looked like he uh, gained a lot of confidence. Yeah, and. If- Funnily enough, you know, the first three picks in the 2016 draft were small forwards because then the Celtics took Jalen Brown, who is a player I thought he could go either way, second or third. But then, you know, once the Lakers had really decided on Brandon Ingram, the Boston Celtics got a good pick at third with Jalen Brown. I didn't like that pick at all. I thought the really? Celtics could have. Yeah, I, I think uh, Chris Dunn and Buddy, Buddy Hilder better choices do you think that boston just needs more help in the point guard and shooting guard area more so than the small forward position um well they they picked them because they don't really have a great small forward or they're right. probably think they're probably thinking about trading like jay crowder which mm-hmm. they they were to get uh well they got horford but to get kind of get kevin durant they need to open up space yeah but i i like isaiah thomas but he can't play defense. He's, he's, not, he's, not, 
you can't play D. Uh, Chris Dunn is wants to play defense. He's aggressive, and his buddy healed. I love them. Just in just Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. I believe it was Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. There. Yeah. And then, you know, you mentioned Chris Dunn. He's going over to the Timberwolves, which is where your guy, Carl Anthony Towns, is. Yeah, uh, he that was one of the best seasons for a rookie center. Yeah. In, in a long time. Yeah. So do you think Chris Dunn will be a good fit there, especially with having someone like Carl Anthony Towns at center? I feel like that can definitely get a very good pick and roll game going there. Yeah, I guess it's really what the Timberwolves want to do as far as Ricky Rubio. Right. Who I think he is the worst, one of the worst ever at finishing. At, at the, <laughs> he he is he's like 30%. Yeah. He can he can pass, he he can occasionally hit an open 3, but they he kind of has a he just can't really finish. He doesn't finish strong. He's always he's always in the past was a good thing, but Timberwolves have him, Wiggins, Carlton Towns. That is a young core three. Yeah, and then Buddy Heald going to New Orleans. I don't know if that's necessarily a great fit for him there because I feel like New Orleans is such a middle of the road team right now, and I feel like that really sucks because obviously with Anthony Davis, you want to be one of the better teams because you have one of the better players in the league just overall. I thought Anthony Davis at the beginning of the season, I vote, I would have voted for him to be like, all right, this is time is this, this year is Anthony Davis's MVP year. I thought sure was that. And buddy healed. I mean, in summer league, he didn't look that great. He, he looks like he's just kind of adapting to the, to the spacing and to the speed of an NBA game. But I don't doubt he's going to have a really good year. Yeah, definitely. And there are actually a couple players from this draft who I saw a bit from in just watching Olympic basketball recently. I believe it's down at the 15th pick, Juan Hernan Gomez. He is on Spain's national team. At least I'm pretty sure it's him. I think there might be like a brother or something too. But... um. He's probably going to be a good addition for the Nuggets because they're another team that has a lot of young guys on there. And it's like they're kind of one of those teams that could be a sleeper in the West and sneak into that, you know, seventh, eighth spot in the playoffs. Uh, the the West is West really up. I think Utah is going to surprise people. Yeah. I'm trying, I, I really don't even know where the west stands i know the east is <laughs> the east is going to be just top it's going to be really top heavy i think chicago is going to do something cool but and they have a rookie too they have denzel valentine yeah he michigan's any i like michigan state they they breed some really uh just aggressive just smart players really their basketball like you always got like draymond green and i just i really enjoy that yeah, and with Valentine being a shooting guard, Chicago really needs some offense going because, you know, they have some older guys coming in on the team with Dwayne Wade and everything. So I think having a young shooting guard who hopefully for them won't be deterred from taking shots just because someone like Dwayne Wade is on the team, but I'm hoping he will get 
a good amount of playing time just because Chicago really feels like they're sort of in that rebuilding phase now. Well, I feel like Valentine and uh, Doug McDermott is are going to really lead the Chicago second unit right scoring they're they're gonna they're kind of only have two options as far as shooting shooting wise those guys can really shoot and i mean rondo plays a lot of minutes wade wade will give Den, denzel a lot of time because he's they're trying they'll probably rest him he's gonna sit out a few games but jimmy butler can always you know slide from the shooting guard to a uh, small forward you see the beast defensively yeah and you mentioned utah possibly getting one of those bottom two spots in the West. They drafted, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but I'm pretty sure this is how I heard them pronounce it. It was Jakob Pertl, who I believe is like Australian or something. And yeah, he's a very, very tall center. And, you know, with Utah, I don't, I don't know if I can name Utah's center right now. (laughs) Oh, Gobert, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Okay. He's still on Utah. Yeah, the Stifle Tower, which is one of my favorite nicknames in basketball. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Gobert will be the starting center. He also played in the Olympics, so you know he's keeping in shape and everything over the summer. So I think he will be a good backup center for Utah. It's interesting because I'm like scrolling down this list and everything. I'm sorry, he went to the Raptors, not to Utah. That makes more sense. So out of it. He went to Utah for college, so then I got confused. I was like, this this doesn't make any sense. I was just staring at this. Okay, so Toronto, they definitely need some help down low, if you ask me. I think, you know, they're stronger on the wing than they are down, you know, by the basket. Yeah, I I mean, they're backward with DeRozan and Lowry. Yeah. They're just really solid. I wish DeRozan could shoot a little bit better. It would open up some driving lanes for Lowry and just himself. Yeah. So definitely ignore everything I just said about him being on Utah because I cannot read. (laughs) Sorry. But yeah, so I think, you know, the way Toronto is right now, I think he'll be a good fit and hopefully he can provide some protection at the rim. And I think defense is really something that if Toronto can get down, they can definitely be one of those top teams in the East again. I, I think Toronto's gonna be a top four team easily in the. Yeah, it, it'll be uh, you know Cleveland. You're gonna you're probably gonna look at the Celtics doing something. I think uh, Chicago is gonna be there, and then Toronto. It's really just it's about it. You, I I don't know what uh the Hawks are. I feel like the Hawks are gonna dip. Yeah, I mean they, they already started to this past season. Yeah, they lost Horford. They lost Jeff Teague. And now they have Dwight Howard. Yeah, I mean. All I have to say is good luck to that after the Lakers had Dwight Howard and it just like blew up in our faces. (laughs) Oh, the the Steve Nash, Kobe, Dwight Howard, big three. Yeah. Never happened. (laughs) More like old man injured three. (laughs) But yeah, why don't we go ahead and move on to some of the sophomore players? I know when we had you on last time, Carl Anthony Towns was the guy you were really raving about and, you know, really wanted him for rookie of the year and he was fantastic his rookie season he probably got used more than most of the rookies i would say as far as play time and everything goes oh yeah he uh he he shot i'm just looking at these numbers he shot 43 percent from three 
in 85% from the line. <laughs> that's very good as, for a center. Yeah, as a center while doing. And I mean, he's also a great shot blocker too. So that gives the Timberwolves protection around the basket and everything. So he's a good two-way player for sure. All right. He's he's a he's a star. I, I am all for the center revival with Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis. Yeah, I think, you know, it's really fun to watch basketball the way it was when we had, you know, Kobe and Shaq and Garnett was a big force at center. To me, like small ball is fun, but I feel like it takes something away from the game. Well, if everyone's doing it, it's not as fun to watch. Yeah. I like to see different styles clash. Like when, I mean, with Memphis, I guess two years ago, Golden State versus Memphis was always a fun game to watch. Right. Or like even Golden State, like Clippers, where Clippers are just going pick and roll. And while the Golden State is running, you know, some staggered screens with, with just left and, like left side Curry and right side, like Clay Thompson is coming out. With Draymond Green being the point point forward, it was just fun to watch for the first time. You know, right. everyone's everyone's just copying their style and just trying to make sure that they're they have a, you know, a, a four that can shoot the three. Three, yeah. three and D guys are very they're gonna get paid next this year. Is Definitely get paid. Yeah, and we mentioned Russell briefly already. You know, he really shined during the summer league this year and. The Lakers still have Nick Young, so I'm kind of wondering how that will play a part in how this season goes. But, I mean, I think preseason will really give us a look at how much better D'Angelo Russell is. He's a lot more confident, I would say, especially with a shot. Like, we all knew he had the passing ability and everything and the kind of court vision that you want your point guards to have. But I think at times he really struggled on the shooting side. So it's good to see him, you know, going out there working and improving. Well, I actually read today that uh, the Lakers are going to either buy out Nick Young's contract yeah. if, they, if they can't trade him. So he's gone. Yeah. They just, I just wish they would have it happen sooner rather than later, you know? I, yeah. D'Angelo Russell, he, his whole, uh, snapchat fiasco with his team <laughs> but uh he's they're giving him the keys to the castle yeah and like i said earlier with luke walton i think the group of young guys will definitely get more of that attention now that kobe's already gone through his retirement tour basically because obviously when you have someone like kobe on your team and he announces he's going to retire no one's going to care about the rookies like, it's go going to be all about Kobe, and the Lakers are going to do everything the way Kobe wants it done, basically. So I think now that that's over, and with a new coach, they can really focus on this rebuilding phase. Yeah, they're all young. I, th I actually like uh, Randall a lot. Yeah. He he looks to just be just, he's, he looks engaged. He looks, you know, especially the rebounding. He He wants to be, he reminds me of like a I, I know the name is going to turn heads, but like Charles Barkley. Right. He, he has that, you know, that knack for going to where the ball is going to be. Definitely. And I really liked Larry Nance Jr., who will also be a sophomore this year. He just brought so much energy off the bench that I think he'll continue to be a good bench player for the Lakers. 
Oh yeah, that, he's so athletic. His dad was real athletic. He played on the Cavs. Yeah, nice him play. Yeah, and with the 2015 draft, we had three of the top six players who went as centers. So you had Carl Anthony Towns, Okafor, and then Colley Stein, all within the top six there. And I think that's a big difference from you know this year with it being a lot of small forwards, and we're kind of still seeing that little decline with the centers but i think obviously towns was the best of the three i think like we mentioned with philly it's just so hard there right now for any player i feel like and okafor i don't really know if he's had the chance to play to his expectation basically there no they don't they don't know what they're doing with their they have three they have what Embiid, noel okafor yeah someone's got to go I think, you know, I want to say someone went. They're talking, yeah, they're rumoring that he might go to the Cavs. Okay. I mean, that definitely makes sense with Mozgov coming to the Lakers. The Cavs probably have a little hole there at center that they would like to fill with, you know, someone who could possibly, you know, back up Thompson there because they'll probably just move Thompson over and have LeBron at the four or whatever. I I like LeBron at the four. I like LeBron posting up is... That that's the best play Cleveland has. If they right. just give him, you know, give him four shooters and have LeBron play the four, or at least because I mean Tristan Thompson, he's a great defender, rebounder, but he he can't shoot. I mean, he could barely figure out what hand to shoot his free throws with. Yeah, he he switched that I think midway through last season. What hand right. he shoots free throw is and improves percent. <laughs> it it did work a little bit. Yeah, and then we have Kristaps Porzingis. Over at the Knicks, obviously the Knicks will not be getting rid of him anytime soon because he was definitely a highlight in the Knicks season last year. And I think with him, he'll definitely continue to get better. I mean, just last year alone, we already saw him improve throughout the season. And I think he's definitely going to be like their main guy once Carmelo eventually retires or leaves or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Carmelo. This is kind of the year where his stock is the highest before before the season, right. af- after the uh, the Olympics, because he's doing really good out the- good there. So they can they can trade, they can go full rebuild, or they could, or you know, all the money is in Porzingis. I don't know what Phil Jackson's doing. I don't think, and I don't, <laughs> I don't think he does either. Yeah, but he did something right with Porzingis, so Knicks fans can't be mad at him anymore. I remember draft day, Knicks fans were absolutely up in arms about him taking Porzingis fourth, and it's like turned out way better than obviously everyone is expecting. But I want to jump real quick down to the 13th pick, which was Devin Booker to Phoenix. And I feel like he's another one of the players that really stood out this year just because He's such a great shooter, and it felt like he was kind of bringing that small ball style to Phoenix or even, you know, with his high basketball IQ like Steve Nash had when he was playing. It's just so fun to watch Devin Booker shoot. I think he was in the three-point competition during All-Star Week, too, and it's just like he has such a nice-looking shot that you really can't go wrong with having him on the floor. Yeah, he was probably the steal of the draft. Yeah, he yeah he can he can shoot. He was in the three point contest. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a player. You know, he's he's got the he's, he could play the two. He could I think he, he can guard. You know, the one 
one, two, and three position, and he just stretches the defense. He he reminds me, you know, a little bit of Steph Curry in the fact that you can shoot off the dribble really well. Right. He, he's a keeper. He's I th- he's gonna be he's gonna break out this year. I think he's gonna make. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's gonna do third team All NBA as nice. a goal, which is crazy. He's yeah. all the playing time. He's gonna get all the shots in Phoenix. Uh, hopefully they don't over- overlook him because of all the losses Phoenix is going to have. Yeah, and I even think for the Lakers, Larry Nance Jr. was a steal at the 27th pick because if you look at who is between basically Devin Booker and Larry Nance Jr., it's like a lot of these players didn't necessarily get the chance to play as much as Larry Nance Jr. did. Or if they did, they didn't really have that much of an impact and like we mentioned Larry Nance Jr. is this big energetic guy and super athletic so I think you know the Lakers definitely got a steal there but is there anyone else you want to talk about before we wrap this up from a rookie or sophomore from either anyone we missed talk about Ben Simmons love Ben Simmons I'm gonna go and say Jamal Murray okay Kentucky guy one year, one and done. I saw him in the summer league. He's gonna. They're gonna give him a lot of minutes in Denver. I mean, Denver's not gonna be that good, but they're. That's gonna give him a chance to kind of, you know, baptism by fire, grow, just grow, right, just put thrown right in there. Yeah, and I think with him at point guard, and if they play Hernan Gomez down at power forward, they could even get a little two man game going too. Oh. Oh yeah, I, they're gonna get. They're gonna. That's Denver's just another rebuilding team that they're gonna let their rookies play. See, you know, see what they have in them, and yeah. at least know in the first couple of years where they stand and what and where to draft from. Because they're not. There's no chance they're making the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I'll be interested to see how a team like Dallas does in the West, and even you know, San Antonio with Duncan. Yeah. retiring and them getting Pau Gasol and he's obviously on the last leg of his NBA career but again you know he's someone who was also on Spain's Olympic team they just lost to the USA today so a lot of these guys coming over from Spain especially in the draft and just the ones in the NBA already they've been playing all summer and they've been playing against other NBA players because in the Olympics we have a ton of NBA players on a bunch of the different teams. Yeah, the Olymp- the every it's crazy how every, you know, every 4 years there's just more and more NBA players, people coming over from, you know, just different countries or just more people playing. It, it says a lot about where, that the NBA is going really global with everything. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on this week. No problem. Thank you for having me. No problem. And as always, to our listeners, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.